Today's goddess is proud, dynamic, and fiercely independent, living life on her own terms and woe be to anyone who crosses her. She is Artemis. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number six of Goddess Chat with Nicole. And as always, I'm your host, Nicole. Join me as we drink, actually this morning, it's going to be some coffee and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. Each goddess will have a separate mini podcast highlighting a meditation or a ritual suggestion for you to connect with the goddess. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review. Follow us on us, me. Follow me on Instagram, goddess.chat.nicole, N-I-C-O-L-L-E, and just word of mouth, it's priceless. So let's grab our coffee and welcome this week's goddess. I love the orchestra built to the goddess. Heard from the beginning of the show is the Greek goddess Artemis. My sources for today's goddess are goddessgift.net. Great website. Highly recommend it. Good old Wikipedia. Greekgodsandgoddesses.net. I don't know. I didn't know there was something still .net. That's that's crazy. Find the book Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander. That's a new one for me and it's really great. Also my trusty Oracle decks, The Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Maroshinsky and Goddess Guidance Oracle by Doreen Virtue. Artemis, Greek goddess of light and protector of the vulnerable. Now this is from Find Your Goddess book by Sky Alexander and this comes from Homer's The Homeric Hymns 27 to Artemis. Over the shadowy hills and windy peaks, she draws her golden bow. The tops of the high mountains tremble and the tangled woods echo awesomely with the outcry of beasts. Pronounce Artemis, A-R-T-E-M-I-S. The Greek goddess Artemis is the twin sister of Apollo, the sun god. She's a powerful tomboyish goddess who prefers to spend her time in the woods with wild animals. Artemis has carried a bow and arrow ever since she was given them as a child, yet she never uses them to hurt anyone. The origins of Artemis in Greek mythology, and she's also known as the Roman goddess Diana. So, going back to Greek mythology, Artemis was the daughter of Zeus, the mighty ruler of the Olympian gods. Artemis's mother, Leto, gave birth to Artemis after a short and very painless labor. However, Leto's labor continued. Moved to compassion, the infant goddess Artemis, born only a few moments earlier, became her mother's midwife and delivered her twin brother Apollo. As a result of her having caused her mother no pain in childbirth and her successful role as a midwife in her brother's birth, Artemis naturally became the patron saint of childbirth, the protector of children, and the goddess who especially heard the appeals of women. The goddess Artemis was also responsive to the needs of the vulnerable and the suffering. She was quick to defend the powerless from unjust treatments at the hands of the Olympian patriarchy. It is not surprising that in current times, Artemis is seen as the feminine, or I'm sorry, feminist goddess. Ruin that one. 
<laughs> Artemis seemed to be more comfortable with the companionship of women, often depicted by artists while hunting or bathing with her band of nymphs. The goddess Artemis valued her freedom and personal space, protected them with ferociousness. The Greek goddess Artemis was often associated with the moon, especially the crescent or new moon. Phoebe was one of the many names she went by. The name Phoebe means light one or bright one. Artemis, goddess of light, had the divine duty of illuminating the darkness. Artemis was also depicted carrying a torch or a candle, lighting the way for others and leading them through territories yet uncharted. In Greek mythology, Artemis, despite her refusal to, refusal to conform to conventional ways or tradition and her fierce independence, was depicted as one of the compassionate healing goddesses. Of all the Greek goddesses, she was the most self-sufficient, lived life on her own terms, and was comfortable both in solitude and in holding the reins of leadership. Usually, she's depicted as a stern, serious deity whose only pleasure was hunting and nature. Although respected for her power and courage, she is often portrayed as cold, wrathful, and arrogant. As a protector of nature, the goddess was responsible for both the wilderness and agriculture. Fertile fields, abundant crops, and health, healthy livestock were a sure sign that Artemis favored those who owned them. Blight areas indicated the goddess's displeasure, and this I found from Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander. For Artemis's appearance, usually she is depicted as eternally young, beautiful, vivacious, wearing a short costume that leaves her legs free so that she can run and jump and hunt just like her brother Apollo. Artemis defies both gender stereotypes and the expectations of society as a whole. She operates alone, strong in her androgyny. Artemis's mental and spiritual growth has been arrested at about adolescence, um, some might even say prepubescence. She is the tomboy teenager who really never grows up. Artemis's body type, however, is the supreme athletic archetype. She is an ideal role model for those with sports aspirations, particu particularly serious athletes. My favorite time, legends. So even as a small child, the Greek goddess Artemis was decisive. When Zeus asked Artemis what present she wanted for her third birthday, she responded without hesitation that she wanted six things. One, to be allowed to live without having to be distracted by love or marriage. Two, a bow and arrow just like her brother Apollo's. Three, a hunting costume and freedom from having to dress up like a lady. Four, the job of bringing light into the world. Five, 60 young nymphs to be her companions and to help care for her hunting dogs. Six, all the mountains on the earth to live on. <laughs> Zeus was amused by her precociousness and happily agreed and granted the little Artemis her wishes. Artemis's association with the natural world, the wilderness, symbolizes her own untamed spirit. Again, the most independent of the goddesses, she roams the forest in her role as the huntress. The Greek goddess Artemis was famous for her hunting skills, for the sharp focus of her attention and her aim. I mean, even at this tender age, it was clear that Artemis was going to be the most independent of all the goddesses, one who thrives on challenges. She was known as a fearless and responsible hunter, willing and able to put down the most terrifying beast. But Artemis was especially fierce in her protection of the gentle animals that were usually preyed upon. As the protector of animals and the young, 
The goddess Artemis was angered because a group of Greek sailors had slaughtered a hare and its young. She delayed them from sailing to join the Battle of Troy. Indeed, those who restricted her freedom, those who tried to thwart her commitment to reaching her goals, or simply invaded her privacy, they paid dearly. When the hunter, Akatenon, again, I have these all phonetically put in here, but whatever comes out of my mouth comes out, accidentally came upon Artemis while she was bathing. She turned him into a stag, whereupon his own hunting dogs attacked and tore him to pieces. Artemis could be both vengeful and impulsive. When she discovered that Callisto, one of her nymphs in her band of companions, had violated her vow of chastity and became pregnant as a result of an affair with her father, Zeus, Artemis changed her into a bear without a moment's hesitation. Lost my place. Had Zeus not intervened to place her in the stars as the consolation Callisto, the bear, the young nymph would have died quickly as the victim of a hunt. As a virgin, Artemis had interested many gods and men, but only her hunting companion, Orion, won her heart. The relationship, however, did not end well. Upset that his sister's time and attention had been diverted away from him, the jealous Apollo tricked Artemis into killing Orion. Knowing that Orion was swimming in the ocean, Apollo bet Artemis that she could not hit that distant object on the horizon with an arrow. Filled with confidence in her skills as an archer, successful as always, Artemis discovered that her competitiveness and her aim had killed the only man she had ever loved. In her grief, the goddess Artemis turned her dead lover into the stars and shot him and shot him into the night sky, where he remained as the constellation Orion. Never again did she allow herself to become vulnerable to romantic love. The river god, Alpheus, yes, Alpheus, yes, was in love with Artemis. But as he realized he could not do anything to win her heart, he decided to capture her. That makes sense. You can't love her, capture her. When Artemis and her companions go to Alpheus, she becomes suspicious of his motives and covers her face with mud so that he does not recognize her. And again, there's so many different legends and they, they all kind of run into each other and there's different variations of legends. So, you know, do your own research. But those were some of the ones that stuck out to me that I liked. Before we get to the symbols and correspondences for Artemis, I thought let's do a little bit of some fun facts about her. So again, a lot of these might be repeated, but maybe you were blanking and didn't pay attention. And so they might be new to you. Exciting. Some fun facts about Artemis. Artemis was the daughter of Zeus and Leto and twin sister to Apollo. According to one source, Artemis was born a day before Apollo. She then served as a guardian to him, which provided a context for her desire to protect and nurture. She was primarily a virgin huntress, goddess of wildlife, and patroness of hunters. She was an important goddess in the lives of women, especially when it came to marriage and young creatures. When one of her nymphs was seduced by her father, Zeus, Artemis transformed her into a bear and then killed her. She was sometimes associated with the goddess of the moon. Artemis acted out in anger whenever her wishes were disobeyed, especially if anyone transgressed against the animals that were sacred to her. She punished Agamemnon, for example, when he killed a stag in her sacred grove. Artemis appealed to Zeus to grant her eternal virginity. Apollo and Artemis teamed up to kill the children of Niobe. Niobe, 
bragged that she had birthed more children than their mother, Leto. Artemis was worshipped widely in Greece, but only as a secondary deity. A temple built in her honor became one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. At least two festivals were celebrated in her honor. Ba Sorry, woof, woof. <laughs> I need more coffee. Okay, here we go. Got this. Baru Rona and the festival of Artemis. Othea. Homer referred to her as a mistress of wild animals. Artemis spent most of her time roaming the forest with her nymphs. She was described as both hunting animals and protecting them. She armed herself with a bow and arrow made by Hephaestus and Cyclops. In art, Artemis is often depicted by a stag or a hunting dog. She is the protector of chastity and nurturer of the young. And some correspondence is for our goddess Artemis. The reason I picked her this week was uh, if you listened to last week's episode about Kuan Yin, I was sitting outside looking at the moon, asked for a sign, and five beautiful deer came into my yard later that day. And Artemis kept popping up. And then I did my oracle cards the next day and I pulled Artemis. So I was like, okay, I get it. Some of the symbols for Artemis, of course, are her bow and arrow. According to the Homeric hymn to Artemis, she had a golden bow and arrow, and the arrows of Artemis could also bring sudden death and disease to women and girls. The bow became a symbol of the waxing moon. Chariots. Artemis's chariot was made of gold and was pulled by four horned-eared horned? Oof. I'm doing a lot of woofing today. Start that over. Chariots. Artemis's chariot was made of gold and was pulled by four golden horned deer. Also spears, nets, and a lyre. I, I wish you could have seen me. I was doing like a little guitar thing. I'm like, a liar. A uh, deer, like I just said, deer were the only animal held sacred to Artemis herself and bears. Um, on seeing a deer larger than a bull with horns shining, she fell in love with these creatures and held them sacred. Hunting dogs, Artemis had a whole gang of hunting dogs. She actually received her first set of hunting dogs from the god Pan in the forest of Arcadia. Pan gave Artemis two black and white dogs, three reddish ones, and one spotted ones. These dogs were able to hunt even lions. Bears, again, bears are very sacred to her. And boars, I didn't know this. The boar is one of the favorite animals of the hunter and also hard to tame. In honor of Artemis's skill, they sacrificed the boar to her. In regards to planets, um, offerings, or different crystals. For crystals, amethyst is a big one for her. Moonstone, pearl, and quartz. So anything that would correspond with the moon is her jam. Uh, plants that she loves, uh, the willow tree, oaks, fig, cedar, wormwood, tarragon, and mugwort. And any kind of offerings uh, that you can do for her, since she is a wilderness outdoor goddess, is donate or donate your time or money to any kind of a forest or a wildlife or gold time. So starting off with Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. If you pull Artemis, she is known as the Guardian. And on the card it says, you and your loved ones are safe and spiritually protected. A message from Artemis. Like me, you have a sacred mission to spread love and light. Yet this isn't a position that comes from tension or worry. Instead, the gentle essence of a joyful heart and lighthearted laughter sets your powers into motion. Why would there be any tension in your mind or system unless you believe that you were somehow unsafe? 
And how could you be unsafe when you've called upon the spiritual warrior to watch over you? Your prayers have activated the flawless protection of heaven. So ease your mind of all cares and concerns and concentrate instead upon your holy mission. Various meanings of this card. The angels are watching over you and your family. Your future is safe and secure. All your needs are being met and always will be. And the worst is now behind you. I love that. That's so delightful. Now we're moving over to the Goddess Oracle, which is um, by Amy Sophia Maraszynski. Love it. The meaning of this card for this Oracle deck is Artemis has shot her arrow of selfhood into your life to help you focus on yourself. Have you been too much at the service of others without making sure you get what you need for yourself? Has it been too long since you had time to yourself or a space of your own? Do the boundaries of your selfhood seem blurred and indistinct? Do you feel you have no right to the self of your own, but must always be thinking of others, putting their needs first until you don't know who you are or what you want? Now is the time to come into yourself. Now is the time to pay attention to the whispering voices of your own needs. Now is the time to take yourself back and celebrate and strengthen who you are. Artemis says that wholeness is nurtured when you honor, respect, and give time to yourself. She is so badass. I don't know. Ever since I was a little kid, I always loved the, the Roman goddess Diana and Artemis. The independence, I think that's how we all should be. Look out for your selfhood. Take care of your selfhood. That's what's super important. Again, I want to thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this podcast. I'm so thankful that you guys are supporting me the way you are. It's wonderful. Please follow me on Instagram at goddess.chat.nicole. Um, you can DM me on there if you have any questions or if there are certain goddesses that you want me to talk about. Next week, I'm going to start the Love Goddess series so it's gonna be kind of exciting please rate and review subscribe word of mouth and again i love 